Welcome back to Tips and Picks. This week, I've got a tip to avoid a trap that too many DFS players fall into this time of year. And I've also got a low-owned tournament option at each position, including a quarterback who fits the mold of the tip that I'm about to unveil. I'm football guy John Lee. I go by tip and pick across the daily fantasy industry, and this is a collaborative weekly segment called Tips and Picks, produced by Rotogrinders and hosted on both footballguys.com and rotogrinders.com. This week's tip, bet on talent. Entering week 15, we're at a point in the season where most casual NFL fans have planted their flags and decided which teams are good and which teams are bad. And for those casual fans, those generalized conclusions are entirely acceptable because they fuel water cooler discussions at work and razzing between friends. But for DFS specialists like you and me, it's dangerous to draw strong conclusions about teams, particularly the strength of their defenses, because it can cause you to sway too far in the opposite direction when rostering players against those defenses. When you eliminate Talented players from DFS consideration because of an implied matchup, you can be costing yourself in tournaments. To be clear, I'm not a defenses don't matter advocate, and anybody who has followed my work over the years will know that I build matchups into most of my analysis. But there are times when the masses overreact to a reportedly bad matchup by avoiding talented players in those games. Just last week, the highest upside stack on 2018 Patrick Mahomes to Tyreek Hill was on less than 5% of millionaire maker lineups because of a so-called tough matchup against the Ravens. But Sammy Watkins was inactive, the Chiefs were at home, and they had one of the highest implied team totals on the Vegas board. In the end, the pair combined for over 50 fantasy points despite Tyreek Hill missing significant snaps due to an in-game injury. That's just one of the many examples where DFS players devalue individual talents and overemphasize general team strength. There are certain players, many more than you might think, who never leave my GPP player pool because I recognize that they have 4x upside against any opponent on any given week. The notion of betting on talent is overlooked far too often this late in the season. Just be sure that you're not falling into that trap. Before we move over to this week's picks, do me a favor. Actually, do me two favors. First, click on the thumbs up button to let me know that you like the work I'm putting into this video every week. It means a lot. And then hit the red subscribe button on the bottom right-hand corner of the screen to ensure that you have quick access to our great content moving forward. And when I'm done with my contrarian GPP picks for the week, give me your favorite low-owned tournament options in the comments section below. I read them all every week and I look forward to it. Now, let's get on to those picks. First up is a quarterback who is a prime example of betting on talent against a perceived tough matchup. Winners of six of their last seven games, including a 15-6 drudging of the Rams on Monday Night Football, the Chicago Bears are six-point favorites over the Green Bay Packers on Sunday. Our early week projections show Aaron Rodgers on only 2% of GPP lineups, which is dramatically low for a quarterback of his skill set. 
Rodgers has been hampered by a combination of poor coaching and injuries to key receivers all season. In his first contest without Mike McCarthy running the shots, Rodgers and the Packers scored 34 points last week, their highest team total on the entire 2018 season. To be fair, the Bears are a solid defense. But anything can happen in divisional matchups in December, and I look for Rodgers' talent to deliver this week against the Bears team on a short week of rest in a letdown spot after that big win on national television Monday night. Next up is a running back who I'm praying will continue to go unnoticed by the masses entering this weekend. Losers of five straight games, the Atlanta Falcons are a mess as we approach the end of the season. Julio Jones has been the only constant on this offense, but this is a week where we might look towards the Falcons' backfield for tournament options. The Falcons host Arizona's 22nd-ranked DVOA rush defense, one that's allowed the third-most fantasy points in the league to the running back position. Just how bad are the Cardinals? Well, the Falcons are nine-point favorites despite their recent string of poor performance. That implied game script sets up well for Tevin Coleman, at only $4,200, particularly if he goes off on only 4% of rosters, as our early week projections suggest. Some will be scared away by Edo Smith's recent uptick in usage, but we have to remember that Smith gets more playing time when the Falcons trail, which is something that they should not have to face in this game. Coleman still leads the team in touches and in red zone looks and is a bargain at this price point and projected ownership. Now, let's talk about a wide receiver who, in the right spots, has won me a lot of money over the years. Coming off a game where he was a surprise scratch with a quad issue, my main man, Odell Beckham, looks to be rostered in less than 10% of tournament lineups this weekend. OBJ is expensive at $8,100, but anybody who has watched a football game in the past five years knows that he brings as much upside to the position as any wide receiver on the slate. Beckham hasn't surpassed 100 receiving yards since week eight. Meanwhile, his teammate Saquon Barkley has posted 100 rushing yards in all but one of the Giants games since that time. As a result, recency bias is in full effect with Barkley projected to be on 30% of rosters versus only 6% for Beckham. Beckham is an excellent leverage play away from those Barkley owners as he will line up across from Adoree Jackson and Malcolm Butler, who have combined to allow a whopping 11 touchdowns in their coverage this season. Meanwhile, Barkley will face a Titans front seven that's allowed only one 100-yard rusher all season and is the second stingiest defense against running backs. This is a perfect spot to leverage Beckham's upside against Barkley's field exposure to get a leg up on the competition. Now let's talk about a tight end option who's been the model of consistency at a position where consistency largely doesn't exist. At tight end, the chalk has hit for several weeks now, and I expect people to focus on a handful of players at the position for that reason. Assuming it happens, there will be another handful of players who will go unnoticed by the masses while bringing GPP upside to the table. Of those latter options, Vance McDonald stands out as a tournament option against the Patriots in Foxborough. No team in the league throws more than the Steelers, and this game sets up as a potential shootout with the highest total on the Vegas board. 
that could bode well for McDonald, who's quietly averaging five targets per game and has at least three catches in every game this year except for one. The matchup against the Patriots is solid on paper as New England allows 28% more production to the position than league-adjusted defenses, which is second worst on this slate. So while 40% of the field is jamming in Eric Ebron or George Kittle's hefty salaries into their lineups, give some thought to taking the discount and rolling with Vance McDonald at a fraction of the ownership. A quick summary, this week's tip is to value individual talents over team-based matchups. For my picks, I'm putting my money where my mouth is and I'm rostering Aaron Rodgers' talents against a supposedly unbeatable Bears defense. At running back, I'm betting that Tevin Coleman's fantasy impact returns with a Falcon win at home against a susceptible Cards front seven. At the wide receiver position, I'm leveraging the massive exposure to Saquon Barkley by taking Odell Beckham against a secondary that he outclasses in every category. And at tight end, I'll roll with Vance McDonald in a potential shootout against a defense that has not performed well against his position. And that'll do it for this week's edition of Tips and Picks. For my most complete and final thoughts on the NFL slate each and every week, check out my weekly feature on footballguys.com, also called Tips and Picks. You can follow me on Twitter at Tip and Pick. And every Sunday, you can find me on Roto Grinders Premium Stream alongside Britt Devine and Justin Van Zuden, where we will give you our GPP final takes at 11.20 Eastern. Until then, remember, the harder you work, the luckier you get.